0: us what we do Light them up, drink them down Whiskey and cigars all around
1: The beginning of a party, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome, everyone, to this fine radio program, podcast, and video extravaganza known internationally Come on. as the world famous Smoking and Toasting. Smoking and smoking, Yeah, we're smoking today. Nice. Uh, welcome to the program, ladies and gentlemen. Show number 354. Ian has done the math, and we are halfway to 400. It's so good that you're keeping track. I, yeah, I try to I try to, I've been I've been doing
2: the math every week. Man. I appreciate yeah. it. It's it's a little above my pay scale, but you know, what, it's, it's what something I do call as it? a labor of love. Was,
1: was it President George Bush that called it fuzzy math? <laughs> I think it's <laughs> fuzzy, I think it's fuzzy, fuzzy math. math. Yeah. <laughs> that was good. Uh, well, welcome to the program. Today we are going to be talking bourbon. In fact, the title of our show today is I like bourbon. Know Your Bourbon. Drink your bourbon. And we'll be working on doing both of those things today. We are going to have a little Bourbon 101 here. We're going to talk about a lot of different bourbon terms and what they mean, including, and we promised this last week, including bunghole. Bung hole. Which is a bourbon term. It is. It's also another term, but mm-hmm. it's a bourbon term, for sure. So, <laughs> I think that term got appropriated from the... Uh, from I think the, it was Beavis and Butthead that appropriated oh, it, yes. uh, if I recall. Oh, yes. yes. Yeah, I believe it was. So. Uh, but we got a lot of interesting stuff to talk about. There's so many new cigars coming out. Uh, We've got several to talk to you about. Cigar Aficionado has identified a dozen high-scoring cigars that you should be smoking this holiday season. Right now. Yeah. Well, this is the holiday season, I guess. Uh, another craft brewery has come home from Big Beer and returned to its original owners. So oh, yeah, nice. We'll talk about that, but well, that's always exciting. And uh, we'll do a little craft beer tasting as well. From uh, Real Ale Brewing, we'll be trying a Kolsch. They are out of Blanco, Texas. From Heist Brewery, their hazy IPA called Blurred is the Word. <laughs> Blurred is the Word. <laughs> so I love it. We, yeah, those guys are out of Charlotte, North Carolina. And then from Bellingham, Washington, and a company called Wander Brewing, uh, we'll be trying Balance. It's their bourbon barrel-aged Imperial Stout. So we have mm. all of that to look forward to on the quick program. Quick
2: shout-out to No Label for today's uh, uh, show beer warm-up. Uh, oh, yeah. We're doing uh, a little of the Gillies. Texas. S- I love this. This, this is, is
1: a very good beer. It, it really is. It is a good beer, isn't it? Mm. I saw it in the store the other day. I was like, ah, I haven't had one of those in a while. Imminently drinkable. Yes. Yeah, I haven't had the, one of those since uh, uh, they gave us some uh, when we were at No Label yeah, because yeah. Doug asked for the more expensive the, beer. That was a little embarrassing. Yeah, it was real embarrassing. <laughs> you knows? We haven't been invited back to real uh, to uh, no yeah. label since then. So, uh, also on the program, uh, and this this time we lined it up. So usually, if we're having a show where we're talking in depth about bourbon, usually the spirit we sample is a tequila or uh, yeah, of, yeah, 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 sure. yeah. But today we'll be sampling a bourbon. In fact, it is a Woodford Reserve double oak barrel finished bourbon. I love that bourbon. Yeah, yeah, I think we're going to... I know it well. I think we're going to be really excited about this. So this is a very special bottle. Me and that so. bourbon have gotten intimate. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I understand. <laughs> uh, and, uh, oh, also today... What, did we'll I say t- something weird? <laughs> we'll tell you about uh, a new spirit we didn't need. It's Tamworth Distilling's new brandy. We'll be oh. describing that for you. And uh, as well as cigars to watch for. And uh, if we get time, the highest rated IPA in every state. So that'll be fun. All right. Too. That'll be fun to take a look at. Of course, we will uh, be bringing you our most popular segment, the little thing we call drinking news. And our drinking news teaser headline for today is I don't know what's in my head, but I know what's in my pants. So we'll look forward to that. That'll just be a little <laughs> teaser. So you put that little teaser out there to just yeah, try yeah. it. Yeah, Think yeah. about that while we talk about everything mm-hmm. else. Yeah, <laughs> Hey, I want to send a big, huge thank you out to uh, last week's uh, special guest, our singer-songwriter Chris Collins, uh, who came on the show, did his Whiskey and Cigar songs and a couple of other songs, and was just a blast to hang out with. He was, he was and it was today's a
2: special for him because today is the day that his new EP
1: is released. Okay, so what's that called? I don't remember off the top okay. of my head. But so I it's think Chris gonna... Collins with a K, K R I S. And then Collins. Collins like Phil Collins. Mm-hmm. And if you go check him out on uh, any of the major uh, mm-hmm. streaming uh, services, you should be able to. He has a, a website, his new Chris stuff. Collins Music, as well. All right. So you can check it out there as well. So, yeah. So I think we got a fun one uh, uh, coming coming at us here today. Yeah, we This gonna is going to be good. And uh, then I think uh, next week is going to be fun as well. Because isn't next week. The Sweeties. return of Docs. Docs madness. Yeah. Greg Duxakis from uh, Plantation Docks, Rum. Palooza. Yeah. I yeah. uh, <laughs> see what I did. <laughs> I see what you did. It made me uncomfortable, but I saw <laughs> it. It really did. It's so my goal. Uh, so, anyway, you're looking forward to a lot of good things coming down. And the holiday season is going to be jam packed. I mean, Black Friday sales <laughs> have started like. Oh, yeah. Weeks ago. Yeah, they start after July 4th,
2: I think now. It's it's, it's, it's unreal.
1: It's like, you know, the commercial world seems to do that. They take something that becomes a thing. Like, it used to be Black Friday, people would wake up early because... There were going to be these Black Friday deals, and only while they last, and so people would line up outside of Best Buy. Oh, and I remember, stuff. Yeah, yeah, I remember driving by Best Buy the yeah. night before, and people yeah. would have tents. Yeah, well, they've now, taken all the fun yeah, out of now, it now. Yeah, now Black Friday's like you know uh, starts in uh, August, and and you can get the sales early, and you don't even have to go in. And then it's, Amazon's doing the same thing with Prime Day. Used to be Prime Day was this thing, right? You right. could if you were an Amazon Prime person, yeah. you go on this day, there'd yeah. be all these specials. You had Cyber now had Monday. have got thirty eight yeah. Prime yeah. Days yeah. all year. Yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. it's it's just yeah. But Black Friday with no pushing and shoving? I mean, come on. Mm. <laughs> There's that. What made it special was... <laughs> that takes fun if, out of if, it. Even, yeah. Even if you didn't want to like shop for anything on Black Friday, to go to one of the department stores where they have like wedding dresses and stuff like that and just go down there and watch the, the ladies fight over the inexpensive promo wedding dress. It's unbe- it was unbelievable. There was, oh, nice. you, you, you talk about fighting. Ooh, 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 ooh. It, was, it was ugly and it was beautiful. So that's just how I like to look at those things. Uh, speaking of beautiful, I was wondering if you had the chance to uh, smoke anything interesting this week. Oh, speaking of beautiful... Look at this
2: cigar. Oh, let me see it right here. here. It's 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 right over here. Yeah. Okay. In the in this corner, mm-hmm. right there. Um, so I, I was uh, I was at Casa this morning and um, they have the new uh, Oliva. Uh, my oh. my notes corrected it to olive. Yeah, that's um, all right. But... <laughs> <laughs> the new Olivia V. Milano Limited Edition Especial 2023 Double Perfecto. This is exciting. It's a five and a half by 52 Perfecto. They call it a Figurino. Mm-hmm. Figurino. It yes, has the yes.
1: Squiggly above the end. Well, there's a name for that, but I said saying Yeah, yeah it's figurino. actually one of the cigars I was going to talk about in the Cigars to Watch For, but it's, well, it's uh, highly anticipated, and got I, I you got the dirt. you got the skinny.
2: It, I saw it, and I grabbed one. <laughs> uh, I'm going to start this off. I'm just going to put this one out there at the beginning. It's $20. Whoa. This is one And Oliva
1: is not known for pricier cigars. They're yeah, when they put out their one thirty fifth anniversary, yeah.
2: it was twelve dollars.
1: Right. And it was <laughs> special and yeah, fantastic. It was special and fantastic.
2: This thing is beautiful. The uh the um Ecuadorian Sumatra wrapper, it's the same uh the same uh blend as in the um the uh standard Milanio, although it's not box press and it's this beautiful figurino, which I'm sure is Brutal to try and
1: uh, try and roll with that yeah. amount oh, of. You know they're using only the best rollers in the factory. I mean, it was
2: it was beautiful. This thing, absolutely
1: uh, perfect.
2: Uh, the appearance on this beautiful medium brown wrapper, oily and smooth, firm feel, overall <laughs> impeccable construction. Pre-light sniff on this earthy and rich chocolate. The uh, pre-light draw, I used a clip on this, uh, had a light draw to it, sweet coffee, tea leaf, kiss of chocolate on it. Um, the initial light, Nicaraguan Pepper Breeze. Not really a blast on that yeah. one. Yeah. So it's more of a breeze, but it's really good. We've been pleasant. having those
1: lighter Nicaraguan pepper things. Uh, yeah, lately. yeah.
2: So, uh, uh, so after the Nicaraguan pepper breeze, uh, it had some chocolate and coffee in it. Uh, the retro hail was peppery and woody. The first third of this. Uh, you can see me in this picture here blowing smoke rings. Oh, you're good at that. <clears throat> and um, I wouldn't say oh. I'm amazing at it, but I, there was this—I I was blowing smoke rings. I've never fluffy, developed that talent. Fluffy, delectable smoke delivers complex notes of pepper, cayenne, cinnamon, earth, leather, coffee, and chocolate, to name a few. I love it. The I know it's so this cigar is so complex. Like you just keep the more you sit and think about it, the more things you're pulling out uh-huh. of it. It's pretty I amazing. Love I love that. Um, uh, the retrohale is peppery and woody and nutty at this point solid ash perfect burn the second third of this nutty and woody uh, nutty woody and slightly sweet notes move forward earth and leather remains consistent peppery uh, and spicy undertone throughout this whole cigar the retro hail is woody and sweet with a touch of pepper solid ash perfect burn mm-hmm. the last third of this you'd think that was as as complex as a cigars I'd have so much more to say I just Consistent complexity throughout, like this entire cigar just kept giving me more and more things. It was absolutely fantastic. At a price of $20, this is a little bit like buying a special edition bottle of something, or special edition, like, something. So you're not getting, uh, what's inside of it is not any different, but the package is different,
1: and it's Mm -hmm. beautiful, and it was fun. So did that, I guess my question would be, did that, Enhance the overall experience. It actually made it
2: to me a little bit spicier than you normally get with the oh, Uh Just a little more spice overall due to the way I guess the wrapper interacts because mm-hmm. it goes from small to large to so small again, um, and and the construction was flawless throughout. I'm giving this a solid five. It's it's a um, at twenty bucks at it's twenty dollars good thing it, because it's a it's a blend that you can get in other <laughs> sizes and you can get them for eight dollars less mm-hmm. uh, easily. But this size is so beautiful and so fun to smoke that uh, you still get a, you still get what you pay for on there. It's, it is all so about good. the
1: experience. You yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah. if you get something that's been specially put together like that, it's not just like somebody wrapped it in prettier paper. It's, it's an actual yeah. – it does enhance the whole experience. It's kind of like you can eat some great food at like a dive someplace, mm-hmm. right, a rundown place. But they've got a good uh, cook and they make good food. But sometimes when you go and you eat – Something like that at a more expensive restaurant It's just the whole The difference in the service and the ambiance and the presentation You wind up with Something that in total is a more Exciting experience Uh, My wife and I went to Clark's Oyster Bar Which Mm. just opened up in The Montrose area here And we love oysters We have a favorite spot we usually go to um, The Liberty Kitchen which is Mm -hmm. not far From here that's where we like oysters the best So far We went to this place, and and I don't know. There was something about it; like it was more expensive, but the oysters were just so good. So good. Well, they're probably coming from similar places. Like, are they really any better? You know, are the are. you know, uh, Massachusetts Bay oysters from the same location in the Massachusetts Bay going to be any better at one restaurant than another. But the, one just, guy up there send those just, over
0: there to the cheap restaurant yeah, and right. send that to the expensive <laughs> yeah, one. Yeah, same, no, bo- same box, same box. They, they send they
1: send the uh, cheap oysters to the, those are the Gulf oysters that they send. But uh, no, uh, but anyway, but I know what you're saying. Sometimes presentation yeah, does the, actually the presentation impact the, your enjoyment of mm-hmm. the whole thing, and I just want to say to the degree that oliva is so consistently good i think it's i think it's trenton our friend with oliva i think he's the reason that oliva just rocks so much <laughs> he's the reason <laughs> he <rocks laughs> so much. yeah i i think so but, but i was thinking about it when you were doing your review i don't think i've ever had an oliva cigar that wasn't great. No, I think they only. Uh, I think and, and and at that price point too. I think they only have two
2: cigars at that price point. Yeah, right? I think so. Yeah, and this is the other one. Uh, right. So it's like it, it's 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 a little alarming to see an Oliva at that price point, knowing how good they are. Like I'm a, I'm going to leave a fanboy when it comes down to it. Right, but I'll, I'll buy anything Aliva and, and try it. Well, and
1: um, we keep saying to Trenton, you know, just because we're constantly telling you how great your cigars <laughs> are at a reasonable price. Don't like get any ideas. Don't tell the higher ups. Exactly, exactly. Because you know, it's nice to be able to find something affordable. And these days, cigars cigars are getting more expensive. There's no question about it. And just when I've actually achieved a certain sort of like level of quality that i really appreciate that's what you know when i first got started i could smoke the cheap ones and it didn't like didn't matter, yeah, much, it didn't matter right? much yeah now i like oh, i kind of can tell the difference and they keep getting more and more expensive so <laughs> you do what you can okay i smoked one that wasn't too expensive and that i think will probably surprise you uh and i'll tell you about that when we come back plus uh the the dozen high-scoring cigars you should be smoking this holiday season from Cigar aficionado. We'll get to all of that when we return. Smoking and toasting. Now on the air, by the way, in Nawlins, Louisiana. Nolans what's up, Nawlins? We'll be right back. Welcome back to Smoking and Toasting. Our show is all about craft beer. Fine spirits and hand rolled cigars. And I want to talk to you about the cigar that I smoked to talk about on the show this week. Uh, It's a cigar I purchased uh, several months ago. uh, And at the time, and in fact, right up until I was ready to smoke it, excuse me, for this week's show, I didn't realize who actually made it. I knew that it was called Ninja but I didn't realize who actually made it. Now I know you think I'm going to tell you it was AJ Fernandez. Yes, yes <laughs> I do. That happened to me last week where I didn't know. Uh but no it's not an AJ. It's actually in fact goes completely I, I know who makes Ninja. completely the other direction, right? <laughs> so I didn't realize until I went on the internet to get some more information about the tobacco used in the blend and that was when I found out the Ninja Torpedo I was about to smoke is actually A Gurkha. A Gurkha. Yeah. So uh, We say Gurkha with a little bit of trepidation. Well, we've had some issues with with Gurkhas. Construction issues. The Ninjas rolled and blended in the Dominican Dominican Republic using a Brazilian wrapper and a Dominican Criollo 98 binder as well as Nicaraguan and uh, Dominican fillers. In my internet sleuthing about this cigar, though... I discovered that Abe Flores of PDR Cigars had a hand in its creation. Oh, well, that's not a bad hand to have in there. So now I understood, you know, uh, where the complexity of uh, flavors could possibly come from. The crazy thing about Gurkhas is that it seems like a good percentage of them are not that complex. But there are some blends that really do shine. And I'll just kind of give this away. The Ninja appears to be one of those. Nice. Uh, The revelation, of course, comes with a bit of trepidation. If you've been listening to the show for a while, you know that I've had some Gurkha cigars that haven't exactly smoked. How do I put this? Uh, held you together what, during smoking. You remember when uh,
2: uh, Bugs Bunny would put a cigar in Elmer Fudd's uh, mouth and then huh, light it for yep, him? Yep. Yeah, they've
1: done that. In fact, I believe the word exploded was actually used in my <laughs> oh description my. of how the cigar smoked uh, in terms of its construction. So when it came to the Ninja, I didn't know if I was about to get karate chopped or if it was going <laughs> to deliver an exquisite <laughs> <Well played>. smoking <laughs> Thank experience. Thank yes, very good for so, that. Here's what happened. Pre-light notes on the Ninja were very grassy barnyard with a hint of leather. Cold draw gave me a very strong vegetal note. In fact, so strong that I wasn't sure how much I was going to like this cigar. Uh, It was time to toast it up, though, and see what I could find out. (coughs) The great news is that when I lit it up, I got none of that overly vegetal flavor that I detected in the cold draw. Instead, I got a sort of a miniature version of the Nicaraguan uh, pepper blast. And the cigar settled down fairly quickly to become much more complex than what I'd been expecting coffee and earth showed up early, and the pepper note that started fairly gently grew as the first third progressed. Uh, one of the things I really liked was how complex the cigar got right away. Mm-hmm. Some cigars are fairly straightforward in the first third, and then they got a get complex. A bit, yeah. yeah, not this one. Uh, not so with the Gurkha Ninja. It was complex from almost the very beginning, and I really liked that. Sweetness and creamy coffee showed up in the second third, along with a hint of baking spice. My, my autocorrect said baking spine. <coughs> and a chocolate <laughs> note on the finish. Construction wasn't perfect. Picked, as I had to touch up and uneven an burn a time or two. But it was nowhere near the exploding cigar that I was worried that Kirk it had might blended be blended yeah. for me. Yeah. Final third remained interesting. Dark chocolate and caramel notes joined the party. A hint of black cherry. I was continually surprised at how much I was enjoying it. Uh, the burn remained manageable. I was pretty impressed. The ninja started out medium bodied, got to what I'd call medium to full by the halfway point, and finished off as a big full bodied cigar. Really? Okay. <laughs> Maybe I just went into it with lowered expectations, but the Gurkha Ninja torpedo kind of blew me away now here 's the really crazy part it 's a five to six dollars cigar really yep and even the even better news is that you might be able to find it even cheaper. The bad news at least one online retailer that I looked at said the cigar. Was no longer available. I bought this one in the Humidor at Specs, if I remember correctly. So you can still find them out there. And if you can, I highly suggest grabbing some because this cigar would have gotten a five for me on the price to quality scale at 10 bucks. Wow. At almost half that, it's a solid seven. Yeah. I you, don't even know what to you say. You heard me. I am blown I just, away. I just gave a Gurkha cigar a seven in price to quality. It almost feels like I should say something like, Go buy them quick before I change my mind. Uh, but seriously, uh, this could be one of those deals if you can find it before it completely disappears. And finally, leave it to Gurkha to actually come up with a great cigar blend and discontinue, and discontinue it. <laughs> we'll be right back at Smoking and Toasting. <laughs> Welcome back. It's smoking and Toastin'. Our show is all about craft beer, fine spirits, and hand-rolled cigars. And speaking of cigars, when we do our little cigar reviews that we do on the show talk about what we smoked uh, that was interesting this week. Uh, we very frequently use what we call the price to quality scale. Yes. And just in case you're not familiar with that, Ian will now explain.
2: For those it. for those new on the market, our price to quality scale is a scale uh, between 1 and 10. Uh, <laughs> right. But it's not 10 is the best. What it is actually is, uh, if you get a 5 price to quality scale, you're getting exactly what you pay for.
1: Right. And so you, you smoked a $20 cigar this yes. week. Yes. And you gave it a 5, meaning you say, you know, it was worth the $20. Bucks. Yeah,
2: and it's got to be a dang fine cigar to be to worth be 20 worth bucks. Sure, you know? absolutely. And so, and so it's harder for like real expensive cigars to get a higher point than that. But you're smoking a cigar today that you said is five or six dollars and yep. you gave it a seven. That means it's it's punching way above its its weight it, class, so at, to speak. If it had been ten, eleven dollars, I'd have given it a five. Like, that's how That's good pretty it amazing. Was. That's yeah. pretty amazing. Five means yeah. you get exactly what you pay for. You go a little bit, you go under five. Uh, it might still be a pretty good cigar, but maybe right.
1: not worth the price that you're right. paying. Maybe it's a little know? over. Maybe it's a little overpriced. Yeah. And and <clears throat> conversely, a seven or eight could be a cigar that. Isn't the best cigar you've ever smoked, but it's but bang just for the buck. bang for the Amazing bang for the Yeah. So that's that's where we go. I uh, forgot in the first segment to pour our mystery beverage. And uh, so during the break, I went out and, and poured it. And I thought we'd open up this segment by uh, by minutes. I tasting mean, this it. looks yep, like so. a
2: slightly watered down uh, Pepto Bismol. Crystal light. It's crystal light.
0: <laughs> that's looks like what, a crystal, crystal light. Crystal crystal light. Looks <laughs> like, he yeah, picked looks up like, a picture of crystal light for us. Looks well, like
2: you had something clear and you poured a little, uh, one of those little. Um, Crystal light things into yeah it, right? it, yeah
0: it is
1: yeah I mean yeah. it is a slight could, color. I've
2: never seen a bottle of Crystal Light in ages it's, all, <laughs> just a oh, it's all just oh it's all just powdered yeah 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 so
1: what uh, do you get on the nose here
2: Crystal Light <laughs> it's it's lemonade like pink lemonade <laughs> yeah, smelling it's really Crystal Light, light. <laughs> I mean all the way <laughs> around pink lemonade like he's not yeah. joking about the Crystal light. no <laughs> it's um woo oh oh that's
0: different than I thought
2: yeah that's got a little kick to it yeah. And it has a little Pepto in it. <laughs> yeah. So it has a, a little Pepto in the it or
0: something. This t- this tastes like like a mixed beverage or something. Mm.
2: Mm. Oh, this has a very vodka forward,
1: yes, right? kind of thing going on to it. You're one hundred percent right. Tastes, right. It like vodka, but it tastes kind of like a a like you go to a bar and you order like a vodka something. Yes, and they don't make it that well. Yes, that's kind of <laughs> yes. that's kind of what yes. it, it tastes like to me. You know what I mean? Like it's not bad. But you're not going home, mm, boy. That's delicious, you know. No, I mean it doesn't seem shy on the alcohol. No, no like, not at yeah. all. Uh-uh.
2: Well, let and me that, and it. That's we'll either that's either alcohol. because it
1: has a lot or it has or very it's low cheap. End alcohol. I was going to say this it is seems an, a little low end. I'm going to go with both. Yeah. Uh, this is a <laughs> yeah. Beatbox Pink Lemonade. Okay. Uh, is a <laughs> yeah. pink lemonade. It, looks it is uh, the... from the Beatbox Creator Series. It says on here, "Be the life of the party with me and my Pink Lemonade." And Hold it up again for the. It also says try it frozen party punch. Oh yeah, and it is eleven point one percent alcohol by volume. Okay. Well, alrighty then. Yeah. <laughs> so the only I- thing stronger than this we'll probably have today, uh, other than maybe the whiskey, is um, the actual- is the uh, imperial stout that we're going to drink <laughs> later <laughs> in the show, and it may be only slightly bigger. Yeah.
2: Yeah, it's hard to get past wow. the. Uh, I'm the not crazy about I'm this. Not, yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, it's
0: almost like a, yeah, not like yeah. The vodka is kind of a low end vodka or something.
1: Yeah, it it tastes like there's low end vodka and a lot of it. You remember? <laughs> you remember
2: like yeah. uh, <laughs> let's just say back in the air quotes college days when mm. you're like, well, yeah. we've got some vodka, yeah. and some Kool Aid, right?
1: <laughs> and you're like, yeah. Now yeah. I will admit, I have done Crystal Light and vodka before. I mean, you know, it's, hey, it's I, it's I can ba- see it. it's better than yeah. this. Yeah, yeah, but it's not, it's not great. Yeah. <laughs> but it's better than this. Yeah, that that crystallite uh, red fruit berry punch, okay. whatever it is, yeah, with vodka, like, yeah, it's not a bad thing. Did you use a mm-hmm. high end vodka or a low end? No, vodka? I use a, a good one. Okay, yeah, there I you go. Like okay, a, yeah, yeah, uh, <laughs> a Dripping Springs or something okay, like yeah. that. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, and it's, that's why it's better than this. This, this but, is uh, this anyway. is not very tasty. Well, so we'll put that aside and we'll move on to our first. I mean, maybe there's a specific. uh, Audience for that. I don't know. There could be. I I think so. I think, you know, again, there's so many of these pre-mixed, canned, and, and juice boxed cocktails now that uh, we could we could do them as mystery beverages forever. I, it's just, I mean, you <laughs> got to assume, assume that so someone will them. make
2: one at some point in time and will go, hey, that's pretty delicious, Well, we've,
1: we've done that with, like, there's been a couple of, like, ciders and hard seltzers that we've said yeah. that's yeah. really good. Yeah, but, you yeah. know,
0: it's hard because even when you drink something as simple as Kool-Aid and you make fresh Kool-Aid in the pitcher, it doesn't taste as good out of
1: the Capri Sun pouches when I you wish, do that. Yeah, that I wish, true. though, that, that Kool-Aid did have an alcoholic version. Oh, yeah. So when the big Kool-Aid Kind of break breaking <laughs> through the wall. He'd be a little bit. yeah! So, Ian, I want you to know, uh, uh, I really try to play fair here on the show. I uh, I have uh, brought beverages on before that seem to be incorporating my name into their beverage name, uh-huh. and I feel like that's kind of one-sided. So, I've been searching. For some kind, an Ian beer, an Ian uh, uh, seltzer, an Ian Ian
2: beer—that's easy. They're just called barley wines. Exactly, (laughs) it'd be perfect. There should be an Ian Ian
1: barley Barley wine. wine, It'd be perfect. Uh, But unfortunately, sir, I can't seem to find them. I do keep running into people who seem to want to recognize me, and our friends at Real (laughs) Ale in Blanco, Texas, appear to have done that. And by the way. They got my name a little wrong, and I'll explain that. But let me introduce to you the Cruiser Kolsch All-Year Beer. And now while you pour that, I will just say that I, I don't even spend any time on Facebook anymore, other than looking at the show posts. But back when I first got on Facebook, before it turned into a uh, a bunch of people hating each other, uh, it... it wouldn't allow me to use because my name is just Cruz. It's not a first name and a last name, it's just Cruz. And Facebook would not let me sign up just as Cruz, which really pissed me off because they allowed other people that I saw to use just just one name. Um so Sting. so I tried Cruz Cruz and it wouldn't work. So I wound up just in frustration signing up as Cruz Cruise Cruiser. Fast forward a few years ahead, and there were people like Chris Hart who thought that was my name. And, and I, I really hate the whole cruiser. Thing. I mean, I might have told
2: him that was your name.
1: But <laughs> if you take the R off, that is how I spell my name. So uh, so we'll see how my beer is. My Kolsch. It's the all-year beer from Real Ale Brewing in Blanco. All-year. You know what? Um I like...
2: Uh, I don't know if I've had anything from Real Ale that I didn't <clears throat> like. I, I agree. Like, uh, their their facility is beautiful too. Mm, this I, I I can't wait till you taste this. Actually. It's absolutely amazing. The nose is great. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh oh man. Mm-hmm. Okay, this oh, is wow. malt forward mm-hmm. and still,
1: uh, uh, crispy still crispy on the back yeah, end. Uh-huh. This totally. is fantastic. Yeah, it is. Now you and I had a good colch the other day. We. Uh, Met for a cigar over at Frosttown Brewing. Frosttown Brewing has a great cold. Yes. They really do. It's really good. We enjoyed that, and they also had a porter with peanut butter that was pretty outstanding too.
2: Yeah, they well that was their spooky porter. It was like uh, it was like a, almost like Snickers, like
1: yeah, right, right, yeah. It, it was that good. was it was pretty good. But this you can actually find in stores, and I'm telling you, this is the good the uh,
2: the 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 malted barley retro hail on this is so delicious it's
1: like breakfast cereal and i'm getting a little bit of something on the finish mm. too that's like pear or apple so that that cold crispness has a sort of a fruity mm-hmm. vibe to it but like not a dried a be- not fruit not a almost like a berry vibe but more like, like a, a dried you know. apricot kind of thing oh yeah yeah Definitely, that's good. This
2: is like this. This leaves your mouth with the, the aftertaste
1: of like breakfast cereal. It's amazing. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, I really <laughs> do. Uh, tell you about some cigars to watch for. Ian already told you about one of them, which is the new version of the Oliva Siri V Milania line. It's that is, beautiful. Uh, arriving uh, on shelves around the world, it is a double perfecto shape. They call it the Figurino. It was actually released last year in extremely limited quantities, but Oliva brought it back for a widespread, although Mm -hmm. uh, limited, uh, release. It is uh, an MSRP of $20. It is limited to uh, 14,500 boxes of cigars. So it's the same blend, as Ian mentioned, as the regular Serie V Milano. Uh, which is Ecuadorian Sumatra Over tobaccos from Nicaragua But it's round instead of box pressed Like a normal Milano. So the point is, Ian loved it Said it was worth the $20 100%. And Buy it as a special occasion cigar Yeah, If you want it though, you gotta, you got to go buy it now because yeah, it's not You're going to have to around snap it up <clears throat> Now Ernesto Perez Carrillo from E.P. Carrillo Is certainly A cigar maker that believes in knowing His audience, and as a result He's released something called Escapade It's a pack of three cigars each with a different blend, which he created through consumer feedback. Consumers can smoke them and then go online and vote to determine which version of Escapade is going to come back in 2024 as a limited edition. Oh, I'm totally in on this. That sounds fun, right? Uh, He spoke with customers via Zoom asked them what they were looking for in a cigar and then set out to create something milder, a cigar meant to be approachable for those who are new to the world of cigars, but also complex enough for seasoned smokers. And they are rolled... That's a tough, that's a tough line to, to walk yeah. down right there. Yeah, well, there. they're yeah. rolled at the uh, Perez Carrillo Tabacalera Uh, De Alenaza factory in the Dominican Republic. Each is the same size, a 6x52 Toro. The only blend details they've announced so far are the wrapper. One is the Nicaraguan Corojo 99. The second is Ecuador, Connecticut. And the third wears the leaf of Ecuador Habano. They each come with differently colored bands to distinguish them. To get one of these, three packs, you have to purchase a box of E.P. Carrillo cigars at a participating retailer. That's not Uh, hard to do. And then you... um, uh, you uh, you To get one, they say, customers must either attend an E.P. Carrillo Escapade event, which is taking place throughout the end of the year, or by sending a photo of a box purchase receipt to info at epccigar.com. Co- EPC There's only a 1,000 of these three-packs that are being removed. So you go to your cigar store, you buy a box of E.P. you you get the receipt, send a photo of the receipt to that email address, and they send you the three-pack. Oh, that sounds awesome! Yeah, so that's the way uh, that's the way it works. Anyway, the winner will return next year as a limited edition of a thousand boxes. So, the most popular blend is expected to release around mid-February. So, that's that's a fun way to do it. Yeah, I'm excited about it. Our uh, guest host from a few weeks back, when Ian was out, Jim Heim. Uh, has not only invited us to do a show on his semi-famous cigar-friendly front porch, but we're also in discussions with him to do a show with his buddies who meet regularly at his church after services to smoke cigars. I've been wanting to do that since I found out about this group, mostly just because I want to be able to title a show Smoking Cigars at Church. I figure if that doesn't get clicks, I don't know what will. Right Right. Right now. Just Just add right now. We're not just (laughs) making clickbait. We're actually doing clickbait. (laughs) Yeah,
0: exactly.
1: But Jim is not the only source for combining religion and cigars. A dapper cigar company has announced a new cigar called the Holy Smoke Genesis that was created in collaboration with Holy Smoke which is a cigar-themed Bible study. I was so waiting for you to say, in collaboration with God. Yeah, well, maybe so. Uh, Given the Bible study tie-in, it shouldn't be too surprising the cigar is called Genesis, of course, named for the first book of the Bible. It's a six and a half by 28 by 52 box-pressed perfecto. It's the first time Dapper has released a cigar in a perfecto shape, and it's also the first limited edition from them. Blend-wise, it uses a Mexican San Andreas over a Nicaraguan binder and fillers from Nicaragua. Like many other cigars from Dapper, it's made at Nicaraguan American Cigars essay in Esteli. Uh, when the Holy Smoke Group reached out to me, uh, the uh, founder of Dapper Cigar Company said nearly three years ago to make them a cigar, I was admittedly a little hesitant. Uh, their cause and their commitment to not cutting any corners in any aspect of the production made the project impossible for me to turn down. Ah. It is limited to 10,000 cigars, which come in boxes of 12 which is a reference to the Twelve Apostles of Jesus. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) Yeah, you knew that was going to happen, right? And we mentioned uh, PDR cigar owner uh, uh, Abe Flores. Because uh, he was uh, apparently Responsible for the blend on the cigar that The uh, the Gurkha that I mm-hmm. smoked uh, He is celebrating his 18th year in the Business with the Flores y Rodriguez 18th anniversary cigar which is Shipping to retailers now the blend Is a twist on PDR's 10th Anniversary uh, cigar The Ecuador Habano wrapper the 10th has been replaced With a dark Ecuador Sumatra Maduro Leaf and according to Flores, uh, Flores This Sumatra wrapper increases the Strength but also provides a creamier And sweeter smoke the Interior tobaccos remain the same, and the Floresy Rodriguez brand is produced at the PDR factory in the Dominican Republic. <laughs> uh, prices range from five seventy up to about seventeen sixty five, depending on the size. Oh wow! So, uh, yeah, so that's something to look for. I like PDR. Uh, you know, Abe Abe does some good blends.
2: Yeah, no, it's hard to go wrong. That's one of those brands where uh, it's hard to go wrong with any of them. Really. Yeah,
1: they they really seem to have um, their act together, and uh, the blends that they do are nice and complex you know uh, for, for the most part and i just you know that to me that's that's what i find i'm looking for in a cigar now you know i want complexity yeah. the complexity is what i'm willing to pay a little more for mm-hmm. and so that was like on that gurkha it was so complex at at five to six dollars i i was just blown away that's that crazy was, that was what made me uh, it, yeah it made me happy <laughs> and, and you know when I'm happy, I, I, beer do, makes me happy. I do happy things. It really, is good stuff, isn't it? Uh, pour me a little more. Yes, of that. and it tastes good. Yeah, and and it's uh, and it's appropriately named. It's the uh, Cruiser. Uh, what, what is it it's exactly? The cruiser Colch. Cruiser All Year Beer. All Year Beer. I <laughs> like All Year Beer. That works for me. So I'm guessing this is not a seasonal. No, right? <laughs> well, some people
2: do Colch uh, is a seasonal in the summer, but. Mm. Uh, but if
1: you're gonna call it all year beer.
0: Cruiser, I think, all year beer available only in winter.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, I think it's just so good though. It's it, the malt and the crispness. I don't know how they wound up with both, but that's my hat's off to them. It for is that. this is breakfast cereal. All it's right. so good. All right. We are going to talk uh, bourbon when we come back, and we're gonna also do some more tasting, including an IPA from Heist Brewery in Charlotte, North Carolina called Blurred is the word. It's a hazy. We'll Blurberg. Coming up. It's smoking and toastin'. Back. It's smoking and the joke in the talk show is all about craft beer and it's uh, uh, it's side Sometimes effects. You got to take advantage of the timing, yeah. Side effects uh, and uh, craft you, beer and fine spirits and hand rolled cigars. Yeah. Oh, by the way, I just have to share this. I, I got invited to a luncheon event uh, that was showcasing a new music artist uh, by an old friend of mine in the record business. Who um, He works as a, like a consultant to artists and labels now, but uh, back in the day he was with RCA Records and then with MCA Records. And I've known him for years, a very good friend. Uh, and he was doing this event in Houston. And he invited me just because I think he wanted to see me. Um, so I, I went to it, but uh, there were a number of people there that I knew. And one of them was... Our first producer, Bobby. Bobby Duncan. Yeah, yeah. So uh, Bobby, too tall Duncan. I I said hello to him. Bobby Slam Duncan. uh, I said hello to him, and it was all very friendly. And I did not bring up, hey, what the (laughs) hell happened with our missing episode? Um, But if he was here today, uh, he would probably make this a missing episode too. Thanks to your burp, that would be be my guess. I don't know. Fortunately, Terry seemed to enjoy it. So uh, uh, I I feel like that that burp was a a bit of a
2: compliment to the cruiser Colsh.
1: Yeah, I think. Well, you know, they say that in many cultures, if you burp after uh, a meal, it's your compliment to the, the chef that I think, made the I meal.
2: Think, actually, so what I did was not a burp. That was a belch. And belches are a lot less rude than burps. Okay, But it was timed perfectly. I mean, there's a fine line there, my friend. It, it timing, was part
0: of it. was really timed. It well, was, it was you a piece had, of that the was music. Great.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, it was timed it was on well the music. Done. Yeah, exactly. Well done. Well done. See, only on this show is there not only a burp, but we'll spend the next five minutes talking about <laughs> the burp. <laughs> You know, that's, and how well it was timed. to well the music. Time. The yeah. best part of this is, and for those of you who don't know what happens behind the scenes Dude. sometimes when we edit
2: these things, if nobody said anything about said belch, right. it could have just been edited out. Taken right, out. Right, right.
1: But no, not in this case. We're going to talk about but it.
0: But he was just a sound effect master over there with the beer and the belch. This,
1: uh, this program and its subsequent burps are heard on great radio stations around the country, like News Talk KBAR twelve thirty in Burley, Idaho. So hello, I love Burley. that. Yeah, hello, Burley. Um, Ian, we got another uh, got another beer that you poured. This is our IPA for uh, for today. It's a hazy IPA, and it's from Heist Brewery That's in good. Charlotte, North Carolina. It's called Blurred is the word. Uh, it is a hazy India Pale Ale. And you've already tasted it.
2: I have. I've been doing research uh, because you were over there jabberjawing about you know, belches. It happens. <laughs> um, jabberjawing. Preparing being for the next one. Awesome cartoon, by the way. From yeah.
1: the... Oh, jabberjaw was oh, great. Wow. Are you um, kidding me? The sharks. So, <laughs> so see what is I good. did there? Yeah, yeah. I've just derailed the whole program. Yeah, yeah. First, first with the belch, then with the Jabberjaw reference. Now so. into
2: barbaric cartoons. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So now this is this has
1: got uh, yeah, is a Murgatroyd? <laughs>
2: even uh, this has got uh, blurred is the word. You have to be a man of a certain age or a person yeah. of a certain age to understand any of this. By the way. So if anyone out there's including is listening, the bird is the word. anyone out there's listening in their 20s, uh, just bear with us. We'll be back on it in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> <right>. <laughs> um, <laughs> Let me
1: just throw out some more hip. Th- Dua Lipa. Uh, 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 Hazy um, IPA. Uh, post- the Barbie movie. Post Malone. Barbie. Okay. Um, now, now we brought him back. Blur- yeah. okay, uh, blur- go ahead.
2: <laughs> Blurred is the word. Hazy IPA. This this uh, uh, this can has these uh, hops that are elevated.
1: Um, and, and look like
2: they're meditating the
1: they? a little bit and have oh, a little bit of a face on yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, they're kind of floating up there. Blurred is the word, it yeah. Seems to be what's happening. Brewed. I like it. I like it. Can
2: by Heist uh, Brewery, Charlotte, North Carolina. Ooh. Keep cold, drink fresh. There's not a lot of other information on here so other than this. this is coming in at 6.8%. I'll
1: just say this. This is an interesting, to me, kind of like a combination of a hazy and a, and a more slightly bitter, like West Coastish IPA. It's it's hazy, but it's not quite as sweet as some hazies are. It's still got that little bite to it that it doesn't West have Coast the juicy IPAs kind have. of the, uh, right. the hazy
2: does. Uh, right. It's pretty good though. Yeah, I, I like it. it.
1: Yes, it's like it's almost going to go grapefruit, but then it doesn't. Right, exactly, and it, it's it's got. It's got a little bit of the Doritos effect. Like after I, mm-hmm. after I swallow, I want I, I want to taste that again. It's you know?
2: almost got a pine coney thing, but it doesn't too. It's it's mm-hmm. like so close to it. It's like because it's got so, a it's got a resinous kind of finish, but not right. in a real
1: pinecone kind you of way. Could, it's really interesting. You actually, could almost call it balanced. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Dude, good job, Heist. This is you know. Uh, so, <laughs> so I think this is our first Heist uh, 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 beer. But what's really interesting is I was putting together the beers for the show this week. And I chose this because I want to – usually we do something lighter and then maybe like an IPA or a sour in the middle. And then we'll do something bigger uh, for the last beer. So I had chosen this one already for the IPA, and I was already doing the show notes, and I looked – and the uh, imperial stout I had chosen was also from Heist just have Brewery. it also be yeah, iced. and I didn't know that until I looked at the bottle. So I swapped it out. We'll do that one another time. We do have an imperial stout that's bourbon barrel aged that we'll be getting to, and we will be talking. Uh, this beer makes bourbon. me want to reach
2: out to them, see if they want to Skype in on the show.
1: Uh, I think that would be a We're great have to idea. Talk to them about we'll that. talk. Uh, we'll talk bourbon coming up, and of course, drinking news is not that far away. To those of you who leave us after hour one, thank you, and please uh, check out the rest of the show on YouTube. Absolutely. Uh, it's- and we'll be right back. Welcome back to Smoking and Toasting. Our show is all about craft beer, fine spirits, and hand rolled cigars. We are called Smoking and Toastin', but I've also had our attorney to look into uh, 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 service marking, just like a, a backup name in case we ever need to change our name. We've already changed our name once. Right. Because the show was originally called Sip, Smoke, and Savor, but apparently that offended some people who do freaking chocolate-covered strawberries in uh, California somewhere. Uh, that's don't... okay. In California, they're going to cause uh, cancer and yeah, lab rats. That's right. So don't get me started. So we changed the name to Smoking and Toastin', which is a better name, but if we ever change the name again... if we have to for any reason, and I've asked our attorney to look into service marking this for us. Now, uh, the show could be called Day Drinking Live. Day <laughs> Drinking Live. <laughs> so that's uh, yeah, I, that uh, sounds
0: great. Though I would, want to do that. the now on the next Day Drinking Live. Exactly. It just sounds like a morning show we, that Regis Philbin would be on. We, we, yeah.
1: <laughs> I don't know why you got to be drinking during the day, <laughs> but I'm drinking, and I like it. I like it. <laughs> What's this show about? <laughs> Kathleen, you're a slut. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know where that last part came from, but uh, I'm showing my age. That's apparently. pretty much all I was thinking about mm. the whole time, though. Yes, mm. <laughs> you're dead on. I do miss Regis. I have to say, yes, there was something about him that was just so, yes. you know, gratuitously endearing. Just yeah. how how pissed off he was all the time. <laughs> you honest know? about it yeah. all. Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah. 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 Uh, so I Ian, that didn't give us sound, much. Oh, I like it. I like it. So we're going to have a little bit of uh, of uh, Woodford Reserve here in just a moment. We're, we're going to imbibe. Even as Ian is pouring. Uh, While we do that, though, there's a website called The Manual. I'm discovering all of these interesting websites as I do, you know, as I look for things uh, for us to do on the show here. Uh, the Manual, which I think is a play on man, like right. so, so it's kind of a man's website. Uh, but they have a, an interesting article called Know Your Liquor. All the bourbon terms you've never understood finally explained. So I thought we'd go through some of this and do a good bourbon 101 <clears throat> while we I wanna,
2: drink I wanna, a little I want to point there. out something. Uh, usually when you bring in a bottle of whiskey, mm-hmm. or a bottle of pretty much anything that... Uh, comes from, from you. Right. Um, I know where he's going. <laughs> you you generally will uh, will take yes. the the plastic or cellophane off the top. He's had a little mm-hmm. problem over there, and uh, and then open it, and then you'll usually clear the neck of the bottle. Correct. Yes. And and we do this uh, we do this ahead of time a lot of times, so, so that we don't get any plastic or cellophane cuts. Right. Right. And then uh, and then it reduces spillage. He so you notice I little. had a little trouble. This actually. It, uh, yeah, I'm going to
0: wipe the cameras from the last two minutes, so
1: OSHA doesn't ever see that. Yeah. That's it's probably a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're watching on YouTube and, p- and something just went just goes blank, black. yeah, yeah it's just <laughs> a black screen. That's where it's like, uh, if you ever, uh, do you ever watch Big Brother on CBS? Yeah. Uh, so on Big Brother, uh, obviously they they will bleep it or or drop the audio if somebody swears. Yeah. But if the camera is on somebody's face, and let's say they say the f word, and you can tell by their movement of their mouth, that yeah. that's what they said, they briefly flash to a camera shot of the aquarium. So <laughs> so it's hilarious because every time you're watching and you see fish, fish you, you know, know that uh, somebody every just dropped the up Every time that man
2: F-ball. gets mad, I think fish well, is. Right, exactly.
1: <laughs> so it's kind of like the black screen that you may have seen yes, right on there. the video uh, version. I just want to say uh, the, the nose on this. Yeah, well, so we're talking bourbon here.
2: Bourbon. No, this is the uh, Woodford Ooh. Reserve uh, double-oaked finish. Yeah. So
1: this is finished in two different oak casks.
2: Yeah, so Kentucky Straight uh, bourbon whiskey finished in a second oak barrel. Mm-hmm. Um, information on the bottle. Bourbon oak finished in new heavily uh, toasted, lightly charred barrels. And lightly charred barrels, okay? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, selected by... Uh, Chris Morris, master distiller. Chris, not our Chris Morris. Not that Chris Morris. Different <laughs> yeah, Chris Morris. Yeah.
1: Although, uh, if he were here, he would claim it was him. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's me. that's, yeah, that's me. me. I'm Mr. Whitford. Uh, uh, and
2: look at the like the austere nature of this bottle. It's a beautiful. To be bottle. It's really nice, yeah, right? Like really that looks is, great yeah. on the shelf, no matter what. Yep. Yeah,
1: yeah, it absolutely turn that around. So Super classy. Like, yeah, just absolutely nice. Now, is this? Um, I noticed that it said barrel finish select. It does say that it's forty-six point two percent or ninety point four proof, but it's Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey, finishes in second oak barrel, and I just uh, I just think this is one of the classier. Uh, bourbon bottles I've ever seen. And
2: this is uh, $60, is that correct? About so, yes. yeah. about $60. It's worth every penny. It's fantastic. All right, so um, you've I got tried turned, this before. Uh, well, I got turned on to this uh, at uh, at our Christmas party. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, you, had a, uh, you had a company Christmas party at a place that had a decent selection of stuff, but this was on there, and I said, oh, I'll try that. And, uh, and I got it from the bar, and I was like, oh, that's good. <laughs> and so for the next few Christmas parties, I punished the bill with... Double, A. <laughs> so uh, very good to know. Now we're having our we're having our Christmas. In case party. you were wondering, at the end of the Christmas party, and you were like, "What the?" Yeah, but no, all the just, wood forest reserve. I just usually what look at aquarium. that uh, at that
1: receipt and just hope. You know, put my fa- face <laughs> on. Uh, but I will say this: We're doing the party uh, at, uh, this year. Our company party is going to be in the party room at uh, my building downtown. And in addition to the regular bar that we set up. I'm bringing a whole bunch of bottles down that we've that I've got some left from uh, that we've had on the show and we're doing the smoking and toasting whiskey bar at our uh, party so uh, he wanted control of the whiskey bar there so yeah. he could have as much stuff as I just want to make sure I just want to make sure I had the selection yes that the I selection, wanted yes. at the party
2: so <laughs> so
1: Woodford reserve so 00. I love
2: this this smells so good first off. The oaky oh. notes, the uh, the caramel, it the really does. the cinnamon in the background. <clears throat> There's almost a almost a uh, like a gingerbread kind of thing going you're, on underneath. Really, right it's about that sweet, mm-hmm. um, sweet in the best possible way. Delicious. The uh, the heat is a kind of a cinnamon heat. Mm. So good. Yeah, mm. cinnamon on the. And a touch, just like a kiss of bubblegum
1: on the a, on a finish. So well, just... yeah, and you you often find bubblegum in uh, in uh, bourbon. Oh, well, I'm looking for it. <laughs> Not I'm real bubblegum, but a That's bubble the way you flavor.
2: find stuff. You got to look for it. You can't find that sock, yeah. look for it. Yeah. You want to uh, find yeah. bubblegum in bourbon? I find yeah. no
1: sock in this bourbon. <laughs> <laughs> None whatsoever.
2: No, uh, bubblegum's one of those flavors that shows up in bourbon, like cinnamon, like uh, mm-hmm. like a few there other go, things that, that you don't always expect. But um, But this one has. Just a kiss on the end of it's really nice. And also, uh, with water, with ice, it drinks well no matter oh, I what. I
1: bet this would open up real nicely it, with a sticky. This is this is ice. just
2: a beautiful whiskey. It's it's one you can't go wrong with. If you want something, it gives you a little bit of uh, a little bit of bragging rights. It's a little next level to have on your shelf, right. and doesn't break the bank, which is always the best place to be. Like anybody can go out and spend two hundred dollars or three hundred dollars on and a whiskey, get a great whiskey, and yeah. get a great whiskey. But finding those those little gems that are like in the in the more affordable price range that aren't ridiculous, but are always that good. That's mm. that's you know where I like to
1: be. So let's go over some bourbon terms. You'll know some, you, know, you should know all of these, but not everybody. I, I, some of this is news to me. Hey, because, this is my first time at the Whiskey Social, so I need to know this. Okay. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. learning <laughs> yeah, to learn what <laughs> do. Absolutely right. So, the first term we're going to go over is mash and it has nothing to do with monsters. Uh, mash, I used to watch that show. I was thinking the 4077. <laughs> 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 nah, 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 nah. The mash is all the grains, yeast, and water that are fermented and eventually distilled to make bourbons so the mash bill is various grains corn barley wheat rye etc that make up the mash so that's that's the first part of the whole concoction is the mash mash blending is a term used to define the marrying of various whiskeys to create one expression the term Blended whiskey is very common in the scotch whiskey world, but many bourbon makers blend different barrels to make one expression, and that doesn't necessarily count as blended whiskey. Blended whiskey is when you use different whiskeys. Different distilleries. Right, different distilleries, and not just different barrels from one distiller. Yeah, when
2: you get what's called a blended whiskey or blended scotch, that's from different distilleries. And
1: by the way, some of that is very, very good. Yeah,
2: don't don't stick your nose up at a blended whiskey. Mm -hmm. Dude, uh, 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 Monkey Shoulder. Mm. Monkey Shoulder is outrageously good. It's fantastic. Uh, last I checked, it was thirty five ish a bottle. And right, it's right. probably more now, but uh, but it's fantastic. Yeah,
1: at that price though, to drink it by itself, it's hard to, hard mix to it, it it's amazing. Yeah, hard to get better. Uh, then the phrase non chill filtered. So if you pay attention to bourbon details, you'll see a lot of uh, brands that mention expressions that are non chill filtered. So chill filtering is a technique in which the whiskey is chilled to freezing temperatures and then filtered to remove impurities. It also removes, though, unfortunately, some of the flavor some of the flavor, and some Colors, of the viscosity. Yeah. And many distillers feel like it lessens the final product, so they don't do the chill filtering.
2: Yeah, you, you end up with this, this uh, like these whiskeys like this that have a little bit of that oiliness to it and by oiliness i mean like it's it's the sensation when you take a sip it just spreads all over the palate right and 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 really coats the palate like you don't get that in those thinner uh right versions exactly of
1: it. yeah exactly now single barrel kind of refers back a little bit to what we were talking mm-hmm. about uh with the blended single barrel is a common phrase you'll find on bourbon labels it means that the expression that's in that bottle is made up only of the whiskey in one particular barrel, not blended
2: in house or right, other.
1: Right. So a blended whiskey can be blended from different distilleries. A most
2: whiskeys uh, can be blended within the uh, within distillery, the distillery right, to create the flavor profile they're looking right. for for that blend.
1: But if something is single barrel, it means it's exactly what that whiskey yeah. tasted like in that barrel from that barrel to a bottle when it came without, out in the bottle. without yeah. mixing any other barrels into the process, right? When they mix, do they mix
0: it <coughs> while they're still barrel aging it or do they mix it after the aging?
1: No, it'll be after.
0: Yeah. After the aging. It'll be yeah. after the okay. aging.
2: So they would take the final product of these barrels and then the 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 blender, the master distiller would blend it for the flavor the flavor profile server, that yeah. he's looking for. Okay. That's right. why that's why you can buy uh, even though organic material changes all the time and there's all these variables, that's why you can go buy a bottle of Knob Creek, the regular Knob Creek, and the flavor's consistent from bottle to bottle to mm-hmm. bottle because mm-hmm. they're going to keep blending it in house to keep that same uh, flavor profile. Okay.
1: Now, there's something Whereas called.
2: a single barrel may have some different flavors because of that one barrel. Right. Oh, okay. Now,
1: there's something called small batch, and while there's no official legal rules regulating exactly what a small batch has to be, in most basic terms it means that this whiskey was created by blending together a reasonably small number of barrels again mm. all in same with uh, same distillery to create a smaller run well, of a smaller said run whiskey. exactly so even though this small amount can change massively from one distillery yeah. to the other it's it's essentially where they said yes it's blended but it's blended a few, very just a few. very selective and you'll okay. get a slightly different okay. profile so right. if you buy again, Exactly.
2: I mm-hmm. use Knob Creek as a uh, as a reference, but uh, if you if you get uh, what's one of the ones we like so much, the uh, like Four Roses, the Four Roses small batch, yeah. you know it's it's not that different from Four Roses, but it has some different things in right. it. It's just a little so bit it's different still got that same yep. basic mm-hmm. uh, foundation, but it has some different flavors because they used different things to make it happen. Right.
1: So what's the difference between proof and ABV? You probably know that ABV means alcohol by volume. The percentage of alcohol in the whiskey. Proof is simply two times the amount of ABV, mm-hmm. and that sig- signifies the strength. I've never figured right. that yeah. out, but yes. That's, yeah. So if it's 100 proof, it's like 50, 50 ABV. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Mm-hmm. So the barrel, this may seem basic, but the barrel or the cask is the container that the bourbon goes into to age. It's usually charred to add flavors like vanilla bean or dried fruits or caramel and oak. When to he says charred, ready. they literally set the inside of this thing on fire. And charred oh, is wow. the next the next phrase uh, yeah, to be considered a bourbon. It must be aged in a charred, Ameri- charred American oak barrel. Charred means the barrel's interior has been charred and blackened with open flames. And, and they have different levels of char as well. They can have a lighter char, yeah. a middle, medium char, or a heavy char. And finally, charred. the one I promised we'd get to. The bung hole. It may seem like a silly term, but after you stop snickering, uh, you should know that it's a hole that's drilled into the side of a barrel and closed with a cork. You've seen this before, right? The cork (coughs) is actually known as the bung. Yeah, when the uh, cork is removed, distillers (laughs) can sample the spirit to see how it's aging. So, yes, the cork is the bung. The place the hole where is the whole, the whole, yeah, that's the, and you uh, drop a thief hole. down in it to try the whiskey. <laughs> he, yep. Uh, so we have two more. We'll get to in the next segment: <laughs> barrel proof and bottled in bond. But we do have to take a break, and we'll be right back. It is the very instructional and entertaining smoking and toasting. It's, it's like an oil. instructional video. <laughs> <laughs> It is smoking and toasting Our show is all about craft beer Fine spirits And hand rolled cigars Why thank you sir I'll have another Yes um, you will So by uh, I just want to mention That uh, And I, I I didn't know any other way To share this on the show Except to just Go out and say it But apparently Our producer Our producing engineer Terry Who's asking for more Of the uh, <laughs> Of the bourbon uh, Apparently he has been Described by Close associates As having a Taliban beard well, so, he actually admitted he he didn't say Taliban, yeah. he said jihadist. That's oh, that's a Taliban. Taliban. Yeah. Tali yeah. Yeah. Well, either either way, I think, you know, uh, yeah, there's something going on there. Uh right,
2: So, Nat, we know to get him some beard products for uh, Christmas guy, or totally.
0: Maybe it's the guy I get that cuts totally. my hair. I yeah. maybe <laughs>
1: Totally. Uh, So a couple last uh, bourbon terms we wanted to share with you from this uh, article in the manual. Uh, The next one is barrel-proof. Barrel-proof, or you can also use the phrase cask strength. Uh, This is a term used to describe bourbon that didn't get diluted with any water after it was removed from the barrel and bottled. Now, a a lot of your, quote, like, mainstream, you know, like, primary bourbons will be diluted with water until they are 40-proof. Mm-hmm. Right, that's because that's kind of the standard. For that's that. the standard. And then there's overproof that we talked about, but barrel proof. There's no water diluted at diluting this uh, this whiskey at all. It means that instead of something like eighty proof, it's going to all likely be in the hundred to hundred and twenty proof range. Bold, potent. And beloved by bourbon aficionados, and it's always going to cost. It's
2: always going to cost a little more too, because if I mean, <coughs> yeah, let's face it, it, can't
1: make as many bottles, with right? It, right? If they're
2: going to water it down a little bit, and watered down sounds like a negative term, it's not. It's, it's it's what it is. And a lot of times, these bourbons are "quote unquote." Uh, they add water until they get the profile they're looking for, right, and water changes the... the way it tastes. You add well, a couple drops of water, you are going to notice it immediately.
1: Some of my favorite overproofed—I call them overproofed uh, uh, whiskeys. I really love with a little bit of water or or a a piece of ice, the way it it reacts to that and the way it kind of smooths it out. You still get the the strength and the power of it, but you don't get quite the same uh, harshness in some cases. Yeah, I mean, I I have a barrel of
2: rum on my shelf that I think is tipping like 132%. Oh, my God. Or
1: 132 proof is crazy. I can be over at uh, about 4:30. <laughs> don't worry, it won't take much. Yeah, yeah right. Uh, and finally, bottled in bond. If you don't know a lot about bourbon, you, bourbon, you might just assume the term bottled in bond means that the whiskey is 100 proof. But it, it is a lot more than that. Or that it, they put
2: shekels on it. Right.
1: Uh, it also means <laughs> that the juice inside the bottle was matured for at least four years, made by one distiller, at a in single distillery, season. and aged in a federally bonded warehouse that's why yes. they call it bottled this was this and was
2: a way to uh, uh, ensure the uh, authenticity and the quality of whiskey um, when it, I 18 when it. when was it uh, it didn't say I know that they said it was back
0: when they used to sell it in like barrels in the you know so they had it was it was yeah they had
2: to have a way to uh, make consistent quality for some of these companies and people were um, I assume people were brewing, uh, uh, distilling in their backyard and pouring yeah, it right, in these right. old bottles and reselling <laughs> them. Right, and that didn't
1: exactly fly. <laughs> so, so they yeah, had to have a way bond. to
2: do that. So that was their. Uh, well, that was
1: the Bottle and Bond Act. I love the whole uh, Bottle and Bond thing, and I really would love to be one of those agents that goes to the <laughs> warehouse to Just make sure that it is federally it. bonded. That would be like the job of a lifetime, right? I'm going to say something
2: that I want everyone listening to this to kind of forget. Um, because it's going to make some of the whiskeys that I really love be a little more popular, is uh, if it says bonded or bottled and bond, Mm -hmm. it's probably a pretty good whiskey, even if it's on the bottom shelf. Interesting. Old Granddad Bonded is fantastic. And 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 Jack Daniels, remember that bottle I got at Jack Daniels? It was
0: amazing to see the difference that that made in Jack Daniels. It ain't
1: old number seven, that's for sure. really? That's for sure. All right, we're going to take a break, and when we return, we have the good or misfortune, depending on your perspective, to be bringing you drinking news. We'll be yeah. right back on Smoking and Justin. So there was virtually no whoosh when you opened the uh, bottle of no, the Imperial Stout. No, I'm pretty sure there's not a lot of carb going on in this yeah, yeah, Imperial pretty, Stout, and that's okay you, with me. Pretty sure you're right. Well, we'll be getting to that Imperial Stout in a few moments, but uh, let's not delay it anymore because the public is waiting. I don't know why they're waiting, but they're waiting. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Drinking News. Drinking News, Drinking News, now it's time for Drinking News,
2: Drinking News drinking news now it's time for drinking news a florida man with one arm said he had a gator for a pet when asked about his absent arm he said uh i had to take my gator to the vet drinking news drinking news now it's time for drinking news
1: cheers y'all. Well, on Drinking News, we tell you uh, repeatedly that our stories, uh, while taken from true and actual news sources, uh, while they are sometimes but not always about drinking, they are always best enjoyed if you've been drinking. And today's Drinking News story definitely involves drinking. And yet the weirdness may not actually be from the intoxication. Or maybe it is. We'll let you be the judge. We live in a very strange time, my friends. Conspiracy theories abound. And just when you think you've heard the weirdest one, Jewish... Space lasers setting California wildfires, wildfires, or lizard people controlling the U.S. government. or Chud, man. JFK Jr. coming back from the dead to be Trump's vice president. Cannibalistic humanoid underground dwellers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just when you think you've heard the, the craziest one, something new comes along that makes you wonder why people seem so desperate to believe crazy things. In the case of our story today, at least the man had a reason. The reason is he was trying to get out of being responsible for his crimes. Oh. Oh. And while you might guess that he's from Florida, and you'd be reasonable to do so, the fact is that the Sunshine State, wacky as it may be, does not have a monopoly on weird people doing weird things for weird reasons. And today's story doesn't just come from another state. It hails from all the way across the pond. What? A British man. British man. 44 year old Ricky Hodgkins from Margate. Hello. (laughs) Hodgkins. That's very British. Tried a novel defense this year when he claimed that he was literally being controlled by someone who might actually even be a bit nuttier than him. Of course, I should probably clarify. Evil puppet master. Okay, I should probably clarify, we have a tendency to call people who have ridiculous ideas crazy if they're poor, or, let's say, middle class, right? But if they're rich, they're eccentric. We call them eccentric. That's exactly right. One of my goals in life. Is to become wealthy enough that people <laughs> to, refer to, to me to as the, eccentric to, to cross that gray yeah, line. Instead hey, of it. just pointing out that, where I'm concerned, the toothpick may not go all the way through the cocktail weenie. Yeah. You know, so, uh, just <laughs> yeah. One day, right? One day. But back to the story. Our British man was arrested after targeting five UK liquor stores in just two days. Oddbins. Mr. Hodgkins reportedly entered each of the shops to steal himself some hooch. And at one location, he opened a bottle of wine and drank it right there in the store. In another, he well good, smashed as the British would say. bottles. And in still another, he stuffed some bottles down his pants. Proper. Or his trousers, as the Brits like to say, uh, in an attempt to sneak out with them. Which, unless you're trying to steal those... <laughs> Hey, is that hooch in your pocket, yeah. or are you just happy? Yeah, to, uh, you, wait, you're Unless you're trying to steal those mini airline size bottles, it's a pretty difficult thing to pull that off. You know, <laughs> unless you are the late porn star John Holmes, anybody that looks at your pants is going to know that the bulge they're seeing is not because Something's you're happy up. to see them. Yeah, although in fairness, there is a store in Abilene, Texas. This is true, called Big Johnson Liquor and Beer. It's of true. there is. Google it. <laughs> of course there is. <laughs> so there's that. But our British man was not in Abilene, and I think it's safe to speculate that he does not have 750 you milliliter equipment. Big Johnson. <laughs> yeah. I think it's safe to speculate our British man doesn't have 750 milliliter equipment. Uh, so as you might expect, he wound up getting hauled off to jail, where it's entirely possible He might have actually gotten to see a big Johnson or two, but we're only speculating (laughs) about that.
2: Hearsay. Hearsay, Your Honor.
1: What makes his story unique, though, is that he used a rather novel claim to explain his crime and why he was not responsible. Hodgkins told the court that at the age of four, he had some kind of microchip inserted into him and that he was actually being controlled and directed to commit these crimes... By Elon Musk. Oh! Elon Musk has time to do this. (laughs) I think we can all agree that Elon Musk is what we might refer to as eccentric. And he has nothing better to do. He He said some pretty... Eccentric. But this is when this guy things. was four. I yeah, mean, so right. Elon <laughs> yeah. must have been quite a young man yeah, Elon, Elon to be this. He was like this. 13. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. Uh, so, uh, you know, uh, Elon has said, though, some pretty eccentric things. He on was showing Twitter. signs of brilliance at an early age. Yeah. <laughs> he said some eccentric Dougie things Hauser. on Twitter, which, by the way, I refuse to call X. Sorry, Elon. Yeah. Uh, he spent an entire seven and a half hour episode of The Joe Rogan Show smoking weed and getting more and more eccentric by the minute. Actually, I lied. It was really only about two and a half hours, but I digress. (laughs) Musk also has 11 children whose names include, and I'm not making this up, Griffin, Kai, Saxon, Damien, X, AX2, Exodark Sidereel, and Technomechanicus. So is X named after the kid, or is kid named uh, after the kid, X? Kid came along before the... <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, like I said, he's eccentric. Uh, no one's sure why the tech billionaire would have wanted our British man to smash and shoplift bottles of liquor. But if it really was him, he must have had his reasons. And as you might expect, Hodgkin's attempt to lay the blame on Musk did not go well. I mean, And he now <laughs> may find it difficult to follow the billionaire's commands from the inside of his jail cell. Well, all that metal and concrete keeps <laughs> yeah. the But the British man's not done. Waves up. Lots of people believe that all right, I should say he's not alone. <laughs> Lots of people believe that you know, immunizations are just a cover so the government can inject you with a microchip. Micro and why they'd want to hand over the controls to Elon Musk after they did that is an open question, but it's a little above my pay grade. So that said... Your life is so important. Yeah, that's All that said, I can picture
0: now is Elon Musk in a giant, like, set of Batman computers watching everyone,
1: watching this man going, excellent. What do they call those, the craze in yeah. the Batcave? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, that said, if you hear Elon in your brain telling you to rob the local liquor mart, you might want to ask for a second opinion. I mean, just it, from a doctor, right? And anyway, if Elon was in your brain, I can only imagine he, he, he would have much more important things to tell you, which is why I put together another handy Drinking News Top 5 list at no extra cost to you, the listener. These are the top five things Elon Musk might tell you if he was really in your brain. Pay for your varication on Twitter. Yeah. Top, top, five, th- <laughs> top five things Elon Musk might tell you if he's in your brain. Number five. Want to buy a social media platform that I've almost destroyed? <laughs> <laughs> Number four. Go ahead. Let go of the wheel. I'm sure it'll be fine.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <coughs> Number three. You moron. Everybody's gonna know you bought those shoes at Walmart. Number two, I wanna have another child. What do you think about the name Jar Jar Megatron? Oh yes. <laughs> and the number one thing that Elon Musk might tell you if he's in your brain, number one. <laughs> hey, look, it's that Zuckerberg guy. Let's kick him in the balls. <laughs> Reporting live from Big Johnson Liquor and Beer in Abilene, where I just told the cashier that mine is so big that there's still snow on it in summertime, uh, my name is Cruz, and that is your Drinking News, Drinking News, that's our time
2: for Drinking News.
1: Cheers, y'all. Anything for a Johnson joke, that's a, that's what I say. That's That's kind of like my philosophy, that's my credo, that's what I live by. I like the Megatron reference. Jar Jar Megatron. Jar Jar Megatron. Megatron. I like that. I, I, I actually,
0: thinking... I actually have the original Megatron Transformer. It was a gun before it was an airplane. That's and so true. They don't make those any. They didn't make those for about at like they made it for about one year. We all got
1: these guns, and then they were like, "Nope." Yep, it was a big gun, <laughs> and I still have it to this day. <laughs> big Johnson, big gun. Uh, Terry, I'd like to point out that um, Ian is just multi talented. He's able to do so many things at once. Not only did he provide all of the musical accompaniment for Drinking News. Yeah, I did. But he's already had enough of the Imperial Stout that he's had to refill his glass. Listen, <laughs> oh, man. Um, I haven't even sniffed mine yet. I haven't
0: even eaten. <laughs>
2: I sit around sometimes, uh, oh and you notice I don't, oh, I don't wow. say a lot of things unless you know I really have something to say. But some of my friends talk a lot, yeah. And like, so like, when like they're doing that, then I of, do things like that. research. <laughs> okay, yeah. Uh, so I've been doing research on this
1: uh, balance. Well, let me say if it tastes uh, like it smells, I'm going to be like in bourbon love barrel with this. aged oh. imperial
2: stout with vanilla, toasted coconut, and cinnamon. Yep. Um, and let me go ahead and just—I mm. mean—do you mind if I? Take, take an away. opinion it's, here. The floor is yours, sir. Um, holy coconut, Batman! Yeah, I can smell the this coconut. This is on yeah. outrageously good. Wow! And the vanilla. This is so good. This is one of the better stouts I think we've ever had. Wow,
1: that's good. Yeah, I just took the first sip. Wow. Yeah. Ian, show that uh, show that bottle to the camera again. Does that look? Does that remind you the way that the label is? In? Does that remind you of balconies? It, <laughs> it does. I wonder if bit. that's on purpose. I don't know.
2: This is from, where is this from? Um, it's from like Washington. Wonder, yeah, uh, Bellingham, Washington. Wander Brewing, uh, Bellingham, Washington. It is, man, is it good. It's got the picture of the barrel. And look, if you look on the barrel in the middle of it, it looks a little bit like a belly button. That's yeah. a bunghole. It's a bunghole. There you
1: go. It's so a, we're tying this whole uh, show together. Bringing it all yes. back <sighs> together. Bringing it a, in all a back around. That's the, best, that's the best way to do it. Okay, so this Imperial Stout is delicious. It's so
2: good. It's so good. It's roasty. It's got a little coffee in the background, but it's got vanilla, and it's that toasted coconut is so good on it. Like you can taste that toastiness.
1: (coughs) Totally, Um, the
2: cinnamon finishes off just in a little kiss in the in the uh, aftertaste. And this is so balanced. They call it balance. So it's their twenty twenty
1: three. Holy Washington,
2: yeah. (laughs) It is coming at nine point eight percent alcohol by
1: volume too. Mm -hmm. So each year, so it's not as. It's not as it's not big quite as our beatbox from earlier in the mystery <laughs> it's beverage. Not quite the beatbox. It's eleven point one, but it's each, way better, way more each delicious. Each year, our
2: brewers select and blend from the best bourbon barrels from our barrel project to create balance. Well, they have selected. You got to love that they created have a, an amazing thing in this beer. If you are in that area, um,
1: I mean, uh, my goodness, this is so good. You got to love that they have a barrel project. A barrel project. I love that. yes. Yes uh that is outstanding
2: i mean there's a whole market out there there are brokers uh and everything that broker barrels from um from distilleries to to beer uh, to
1: breweries and stuff for this exact purpose i found myself wondering if maybe they used barrels from balconies because of the thing but i couldn't find any no. verification of that anywhere online I, you know i would be that would be very cool if it
2: if that's the tie-in. Well,
1: I know that Balcones has worked with a yeah. number of breweries, Yeah, right?
2: absolutely they have. Uh, and their barrels are uh, very sought after around here.
1: Wow, because so. they rock. This is so good. It really is. In fact, you should pour me a little mm. more because I, I don't want the research to, to not continue. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, we can't let the research the just research fall by the wayside. Uh, science is important. That's what I have to say. Yes, we're sciencing <laughs> this beer
2: right now. Science. Forming hypotheses. <laughs> <laughs> it's poetry in motion.
1: I don't know. If oh no! <laughs> <laughs> We're all going in for it. Yeah, it is good. This is what happens late in the show. Just in case you, uh, this is one of your first <laughs> times making it this deep into the show. This is what happens. For those of
2: you who have just tuned in, you might have to reference the earlier part of the show for what all's been going on.
1: Well, uh, so so what are you what are you getting
2: at Hmm. I'm saying. You might want to go back and match us drink for drink, and you'll know exactly what's going on. Oh,
1: gotcha. Yes, absolutely. Well, and here's the interesting thing. We're here at this point on the show right now. Next week when we're at this point on the show, it'll be plus Doc's. That that that's like a <laughs> yeah, right. That that's a plus one to everyone's. Yeah, you gotta you gotta level. love him as a plus, plus one. <laughs> plus one. Um Greg Doktakis will join us on next week's show, <laughs> and he is with uh, uh, Maison Ferrand, and he is with uh, uh, Plantation Rum. Oh man! And we are big fans of the Plantation Rum. Yes, and well, really, I'm, I've been a fan of everything he's brought on the show, but Including uh, we have his cutout. Yes, and and so. So I don't know what we're going to do because he's probably going to come in next week and go, hey, what happened to my cutout?
0: But it's on tour right now. The
1: thing is, we gave it to uh, to Chris Hart last week who had big plans for it. I don't know whether he... You we'll, know, we'll just see. Yeah. <coughs> uh, and
2: actually, we're not going to meet him here. We're going to meet him, uh on location next week. Oh, uh, where oh, are we really? going next week? We'll be on location uh, at, uh, oh, what's I'm uh, blank? A oh, rail yard. Mm. I, I keep oh. wanting to call it Roland, but it, it was the I old Roland Inn. Like yeah, it was the, the ro- old
1: Roland Inn. Yeah, yeah, but it's the rail yard. And it's it's right yard. next to the
2: railroad tracks on it's San It's really Felipe. close,
1: actually, to our office. It's so right so around the corner. It's almost stumbling. So we'll, we'll, okay. look, we'll look forward to that. Uh, all right we'll be back to wrap up the show and talk just a little more about bourbon and uh, and about this amazing beer like when bourbon. we come back yep yeah, yep yep oh it's smoking and Toastin'. Smoking and, and Honestly, Ian, that is one of the best uh, Imperial Stouts I've ever had. It's so good. It really is delicious. Wow, what a good one. Balance uh, from. Uh, tell me the name of the brewery again. Uh, from. Uh, Wander Brewing. Wander in Brewing. Bellingham, Washington. Search for it, people. It is going to be worth it. That is good stuff. And it's got this year on it, 2023, which tells me they probably do a special version of this every
2: yeah, year. Yeah, it says they, they select barrels every year for their barrel project. and uh, um, Very good. It is, this is outrageously
1: good. Well, speaking of breweries, uh, Salt Lake Brewing Company and Squatter's Brewery and Wasatch Breweries Along with their pubs and their lineup of award winning brews, were all purchased over the last several years by Canarchy. And then Canarchy was bought by and, and dissolved into Monster Energy. And the huh. people that make Monster Energy drink So it's not exactly big beer But it's a big corporation running right. uh, running beer Well, the good news is that Salt Lake Brewing Has taken back ownership of their local brew pubs And their uh, breweries in Salt Lake City Awesome And we can only hope It hasn't happened yet But we can only hope that both Squatters and Wasatch Will uh, be Those were two breweries where well. I'd buy pretty much anything they made Oh yeah,
2: uh, absolutely Wasatch and, is just amazing Yeah and, You know, it's it, it, the problem is not that they get bought out. The problem is that the people that buy them out think they know better than the people who created the who are the beer people. It's kind of like yeah, beer. You know, yeah, right? Uh, it's kind of like if people the, a... they start looking at it as only a numbers game. And I know that any brewery <laughs> out there, no matter how big or small, is looking at the numbers. They got to figure out their ingredients. Sure, they got to figure yeah. out okay, we can only afford so much. You know, but at the same time, when you start making everything cheaper so that you can make more or uh, you know, distribute it, sure. further, that kind of thing. Start cutting corners. You start cutting those corners. You start cutting the flavors.
1: Well, uh, in the case of Salt Lake Brewing, as of November first, uh, they have brought back uh, Jason Stock, who was the uh, the guy responsible for their beers. The guy, nice, that, the guy. So, so they're bringing the they're getting the band back together. In other words, they're bringing it back and they're they're doing everything now the way that they did it before they sold it. To me, that's got to be the sweetest thing, right? You build up this brewery, you build up this business, you sell it, you make a lot of money on the sale. And then, a few years down the road, you have the opportunity to buy it back for less than you sold it for. Oh, yeah, So you make the money on the interim, and you get your baby back and begin to, like— make really really great beers again that's that's, that's the dream right that's there. the american hey, man. dream yeah. yep, yep it totally is it totally is well this has been quite a show we've had some interesting things we've had some pink lemonade that wasn't very good but other than that <laughs> we've had uh we've had some great stuff yeah beatbox tastes like kool-aid with vodka not good vodka um have you gone back and forth with this i'm doing it right bourbon now. and the uh imperial stout mm. It's Adds, real good. Add some real chocolate to the bourbon, doesn't it? Really does. yeah, it really yeah. does. It really does. Both
2: of these are so good. Like, these are some of my favorite things today. Mm-hmm. And I really like the Gillies show beer. That wasn't even just for the—it <laughs> was just Gillies. I like that. Hey, no label here in Te- Katy, Texas, just west of uh, Houston. So good, man. So yeah, we, did awesome.
1: a, we did a show there in, like—it uh, was before you joined Ontario, but it was in, like, the the peak of summer— oh my god it was hot but that beer was so good so good so good those guys are so nice yeah yeah they really are i I dig i dig everything they're doing and they gave me a uh a a fitted cap and that's my favorite cap that's a cap i wear mine all the time too really really cool well ian this has been a fun and a good show i'm looking forward to next week because it's always fun when docs is on the show he's such a blast he really is he's uh He's a man who knows how to throw it for, for
2: those of you who are new to this and don't know who Docs, this is Greg Doxakis, and he is uh, uh, he is a mountain of a personality. He's so fun. I can't wait
1: to see he him. He is, and he really knows his stuff, too. Yes. Yeah, which is uh, the thing that I appreciate so much. is he. Uh, everything I know about Cognac, I learned from him. <laughs> so that's uh, which is not much, but still, it's more than I knew before. Right, I met, right. right, yeah. yeah so, uh, so I will look forward to that. Still, a lot to uh, talk about uh, coming up on subsequent shows here on the program. We didn't get to those uh, recommended cigars from Cigar Fish Nana, but we got time. And of course, we're only a couple of weeks away now from a real first for smoking and toasting. We'll be doing a non-alcoholic beer blind taste test. <laughs> It's, it's going to be the That's soberest be show we've ever done. <laughs> I know. It's no, 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 I'm going to bring alcoholic beer as gonna bring palate
2: cleansers. <laughs> to, you're going to have to bring something totally over As, like as, over-proof as whiskey. palate cleansers in between not alcoholic <laughs> okay. beer. Right, yeah. And also, here's the beautiful thing. If you're listening to this uh, uh, when it's released on Saturday... <laughs> We are at the Houston Whiskey Social right oh, now. yeah. And we, oh, are, yeah. we are partying. We're having sure. a good old time. We'll give you some <laughs> details on that.
1: Yep. And meet up with Docs next week. All right. Have a great week, everybody. And thank you for smoking and toasting with us. We appreciate it. And we salute you as we can do only here in Texas. Cheers, Cheers y'all.
0: It's all right when it's okay. don't anybody else says <laughs> stuff